In this episode, we focus on people and I'm going to be describing the four most common attributes that people display when communicating. This is the sixth and final P of the six P's of highly productive people. Welcome to Leadership for Startups, where we help entrepreneurs and leaders build businesses that grow and flourish. Welcome to episode 13. My name is Toyo Shumbi, your host. Today, we focus on people. It's one of the most challenging aspects when it comes to leadership, as many leaders have this thought that I love my organization. It's just the people that I don't like. I've heard that being said before. So as this is the final session on this, and I want to thank all of you for staying with me through this series. Let's do a quick recap. We started off talking about being principle-centered and how it is vitally important for us to choose the principles that we want to live by. We established performance principles and people principles and you can go to leadershipforstartups.com forward slash principles and you can download your leadership principles guide. Then the second P is the importance of you and I being proactive with our personal development. The future worker has to take ownership of his or her personal development and as a leader, this is an area that you cannot delegate once your people are growing faster than you, that can become a challenge because the leader sees the furthest. And so the question was, what does your development plan look like? The third P was purpose. Start with why. Have a clear purpose. What are you aiming to achieve? But at the same time, ensure that this is holistic. Your business idea isn't everything. So you might want to ask yourself, what is the purpose of your life in general before zooming into your business idea? The fourth was priorities based on your previous answer in purpose. This should help you distinguish your priorities. And these are the rocks in your life, the life goals that should always be top of mind. And then you have priorities in terms of things that you need to do daily or weekly. This gives us the agenda for our fifth P, which is all about being productive, not being busy, but being productive. And it's one of our greatest challenges today. And we need to keep figuring out what is important and not just urgent. And how do we get to that? So today we're covering people. Now we're going to find that your startup idea can only come about when you team up with other people. Now, as John Maxwell is known for saying, one is too small a number to achieve greatness. We're going to need people in our team. And one of the greatest challenges most of us face, is, and it's quite common, is the question that I get when I'm training leaders. And it's this, it's Toye, how do I lead and manage people that are different to me. And so I'm going to share with you four common attributes that we know that we demonstrate as people. And we normally fall into one or two of these four categories that I'm going to be talking about. 
Since the time of Hippocrates, which is around 460 to 370 BC, people's temperaments have been classified into four main areas, sanguine, choleric, melancholic, and phlegmatic. Now, we don't necessarily use that today a lot. Some people still do. But since then, many personality profiling reports classify you into these categories. And you can also use processes such as Myers-Briggs or DISC. And I've been trained on a process called Tetramap, which was developed by Yoshimi and John Brett. Now, Tetramap isn't classified as a personality profiling tool, but a communication preference. And I prefer using that to describe how we as people decide to show up, how we prefer to communicate, what I would call our default mode. So Tetramap uses elements of the earth, air, water, fire to describe our preferred default way of communication. And so what we find is that some people are naturally more decisive and bold, for instance. That's one of the elements. They're results-driven and want to quickly get to the point. Another type of attribute, the second one, are people that are more logical. They love to follow process. They love detail. They love statistics. They could get quite critical if other people are not following the plan or if they're not following a plan themselves. That's another uh, attribute. The third are people that are more people or family-centric. They just naturally care and think about others more than themselves. And the last type are people who are filled with ideas. They love to be spontaneous and can easily get distracted. So these are the four common attributes that then show up in how we communicate. Now, the process when we use Tetramap, it involves us mapping out how you score in all these four different areas because we all have each element, but you're normally demonstrating your primary and secondary attributes as default. And what I mean by default is that without you having to be intentional, you would naturally show up as decisive or process-driven or people-focused or ideas-focused. And it's, then it's a combination of these elements that makes it more interesting. So it would normally be a combination of you being decisive and an ideas person or very much people-centric and an ideas person, very much logical and process-driven as well as people-centric. So it's a combination of what we would then call primary and secondary. So the key to understanding and getting along with various people is to first work out what your preferences are. Now, this brings to your awareness what you like and how it is sometimes a lot easier to get along with someone who might have a similar pattern to you. So you might find it challenging to get along with someone who is very process-driven if you're a spontaneous person. You might find it challenging if you are very decisive and you love to move quickly and make decisions quickly when you're working with someone who is a lot more hesitant. So you need to not only strive to know your own preference, but then what are the attributes of your team member or the person that you're 
collaborating with. And then you're going to need to display some emotional intelligence to flex your style to accommodate that person's preference. Now, this is easier said than done because that's one of our biggest challenges is walking in somebody else's shoes, understanding why is that person like this. And that's a very difficult thing that I see for myself as well as the leaders that I would train, which is should I now become a lot more wishy-washy? Some people might even say when they're working with somebody who's a lot more people-focused, a lot more hesitant, and sometimes people who are more logical, process-driven, they don't want to step out and think of a different way of doing things. So you can get the picture, I'm sure, that it's not always easy for us to be able to understand what drives other people. And that is what takes emotional intelligence. So this is a skill that we all need to grow in. We all need to develop. All of us are going to need to keep on working on this as we see more diverse cultures entering into the work stream. And flexing is not an easy task. But the more you know, the more you understand, the more you understand that this person is wired this way, it helps you to have a lot of margin to understand why people do things in a certain way. And I think that this is the starting point of just understanding people in general. When I became aware of this as a young married guy at the time, I realized that this could benefit me not only in my work environment, but also in my marriage as well. So I shared this with my wife. But what I did was booked a weekend away in a hotel. But no, it wasn't a romantic weekend you might have in mind. No, I took my flip chart. I took my flip paper and my wife and I had a mini workshop going through our profiles and talking through how we can leverage from our natural communication preference. We found out that we were quite different, quite a lot. And those were some of the challenges we were facing at the time. We looked at how we could communicate better and also show more understanding when we understood our natural attributes. So if one person was more detailed or the other person more processed, we can talk it through because we understood where we were coming from. Now, I've also facilitated several teams that have come to a better awareness when they've worked together using this framework and it's always worked out because they've began to understand each other much better. There are so many aspects we can talk about when it comes to the topic of people. And as an entrepreneur, building a business in today's world, you're going to have to adopt the mindset that your people are your greatest asset. But not only adopt the mindset you are going to have to mean it and what i mean by that is how you reward them how you treat them in challenging times and protect them when necessary over the years we're seeing more ceos really put this into practice and one ceo that comes to mind is bob chapman who's the ceo of barry waymiller and the author of the book everybody matters. He's a really good example of a leader that has built his company around this perspective that people matter the most and that they are your greatest asset. In our subsequent episodes, we'll surely be asking questions to our guests and having more talks around this because it is 
absolutely vital that in our business growth process and plan that we actually see people as the most important part of the business and not just the tactics and the strategy, etc. So over the last number of episodes, we've been going through these six P's of highly productive people. In the next subsequent episodes, we're going to be having more guests that we're going to be interviewing. We're going to be interviewing entrepreneurs, leaders, coaches. And one of the attributes that I would like you to notice is that part of their success will somehow be linked to a number of these six Ps, which hopefully should make you as a leader know where to place your focus since What we're aiming to establish in these first few episodes is the fact that your leadership starts with self-leadership. And that's been the reason why we've been going through these six Ps to realize that your startup starts up with you. The starting point is you becoming a better leader. And these six Ps are good ways of knowing where to put and where to place your focus. So I want to thank all my listeners so far and thank you for your encouragement. Over the next few weeks, I'm planning a massive campaign to get the word out for this podcast. So please subscribe and go to the website and subscribe for the weekly email that I'm now going to be sending so that you can get more additional information or the webinars that I'm going to be running and videos that I'm going to be planning to release as well. The show notes will be on the site leadershipforstartups.com. If you're a first-time guest, please subscribe to Leadership for Startups at your favorite podcast platform. And if you're enjoying these, please leave a review on iTunes. At the moment, the plan is to release one episode every week. I have some exciting guests lined up on our show. But for now, till next time, it's to your success.